Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time. Glory, glory to God indeed. Let's pray again. Our Father and our God, we say thank you and bless you. For you made it possible for us to gather this afternoon before you. Our God and our King, we know you are already here. And we ask in the name of Jesus that you meet each one of us at our very point of need. I also pray that every other thing shall be silenced, that only your voice will be very clear. So right now, we hand over this ground to you. We hand our lives to you, and we pray that your word will not leave us the same. That at this very point, Father, you will make a difference in our lives. That none that came here will go away empty. So be magnified and be exalted forever. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Friends, it's wonderful to be together after some time, but we bless God that he has kept us all alive and we can find time in his presence. Friends, our topic is very interesting and I want to go there straight Maybe if some people don't know me, I am by the name Emmanuel Oguti. The one, I mean, one whom the Lord redeemed. And that is the most important thing I would want to share. Because if it was not that, maybe I wouldn't be here. But because of his salvation, yes, we've gotten an opportunity to come. Our theme is taken from the book of uh, Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 11. The theme that we are given is verse 11. But I will ask you to allow me begin from verse 10. It says this, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. And in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the full armor. Shortly, we will see what all these things are about. But I'll go to verse 18. I mean, after verse 18, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but all against principalities, against powers, against 
the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore. Having guarded your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having put on the shoe of readiness of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the elements of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayers supplications in spirit being worshipful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Hallelujah. Quickly, I want to put it to us. See, God is so good. He doesn't leave us without teaching us on how we ought to live on this planet Earth. And that's why he quickly tells us to put on the full armor. And friends, I want to go, to go straight to this. You know, God forewarned that if we don't just put on, I mean, we put on anyhow, we could easily be hit. And today, I can tell us, as Christians, this is a call for each one of us. It is a call for the leaders. It is a call for mothers. It is a call for young people. It is a call for you who is maybe in a business. It is a call if you are a Christian. Because without putting on the full armor, friends, you cannot stand. The issue is we are falling victims of some of these things. Because sometimes we don't put on this full armor. You want to be a Christian? Or you are a Christian? You are putting on some part of the armor. And the rest you are not putting on them. You are walking in lies. And yet God says we must put on the what? The belt of truth. So if you are putting on only some, of, some parts of the armor, then you are prone to be hit with by the devil. Hallelujah. It says put on the full armor. It reminds me something, you know, and we are going to look into it very fast. Putting on the full armor. I can imagine a day when any one of us, you are going to an office 
And if you are a man or you are a lady, then you put on, eh, you put on, a, I mean, a skirt. You don't put on the shoe. One, one, one feet, one, one feet, you put on a shoe. And then, and then maybe you put on a blouse. But maybe you, put, you, you leave other parts, I mean, not covered. What a mess. Would it be that day for you? Let me again bring in this scenario of this Western world. You know, we talk about winters. When it comes about the time of winter, they want them buy warm clothes. Hallelujah. Buy the warm clothes, and you find people putting on those heavy warm clothes such that they can be warm even when it is cold. Somehow. But for us, the Lord tells us to put on a full armor. And we are children of God, elders, mothers, we do not want. And that is where our problems are. That's why we are being hit left and right. And we are saying, what happened with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I talking to someone? Because, friends, we can't do otherwise. This God for one you, that the only way we can be able to stand this accuser, to overrun them, to bring them to their place, is when we are well dressed. But without that, friends, you walk in an office, and the temptation of just a lie comes. Ah, I can just tell a small lie. And you're off you are. Off you are gone. That's why God tells us to put on a full armor. Quickly, let's go, go back there. He says, put on the whole armor of God. Put all of them. And then he begins to make mention. In verse 12, we are seeing something here. He is warning us. He is telling us why we ought to put on the full armor. Because there are battles to be fought. And you may think you don't have battles. Friends, I can tell you. Everywhere you go, there are certain battles. Every level you are at, there are battles that you have to fight. Be it in marriage, there are battles to be fought. Be it in leadership, there are battles to be fought. Be it in parenting, there are battles to be fought. Be it in leadership, I mean in business, there are battles. Be it in parenting, there are battles. In marriage, there are battles. In maybe, maybe in your career, if you're a young person, you're still studying, they are battles. Because the devil does not want you to excel. Maybe you're looking at, maybe when am I going to get through this thing? There are certain battles that you have to fight. And that's why God tells us if we are going to fight these battles, where the devil will not be able to, to root us out, we must put on, the full armor. Because he says it here to us. In verse 12 he says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now, if you have not put on the full armor or 
I, I mean, dressed up well, will you be able to fight those, the, the principalities? You will not. Strictly, when we talk about armor, it's like simply, if I can use today's language, eh? it is gears of protection. Like if somebody goes, you are going to, 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 in the waters, and normally they ask you to have your what? Life jacket. So that if anything, the, the wind comes and maybe the, the boat capsizes and any trouble comes, when this thing comes, you will be protected. Another word for armor is simply shield. I mean wall. You can call them walls and make defense. Those are the things that God is telling us and he has given us the kind of what? Wear that we must put on. So I want to say to us that you see, he said we are going to fight. They are battles with the principalities. That are saying, no, this family shall not rise up. You will not succeed. You will not marry. You will not have all men. I mean, you will actually, your family will not be anybody. I mean, anything. So, these are battles that are in the spiritual world, in the spiritual realm. So, it says principalities. Against powers. Now, we all know that power, once you have power, you can do certain things. But the Bible is telling us not just power, but we are fighting powers. Not one. So if you have not put on the full armor, definitely you will not be able to contend, to stand against these powers. We you hear people talking power of death looming, power of failure looming. But if you've not dressed up, you can't stand against them. He says powers, and then he says against rulers. Friends, these are common words. Something that has been ruling. I normally tell fellows that you find in your family you are being ruled by a certain spirit. You are ruled by a spirit of maybe immorality. You are ruled by the, the family is being ruled by the spirit of drunkenness. You are ruled by the spirit of death at a particular place. You are ruled by the spirit of idolatry or witchcraft. Everybody, some families and some individuals are ruled by a spirit of lies. They live and when it is not necessary, but there is no when it is necessary. Hallelujah. So he tells us that those are the forces that we are going to fight. And that's why he has warned us early to put on the full armor such that when this battle begins, they are not able to penetrate us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says the rulers of the darkness of this age and does not say yesterday, friends, of this, of our time. We are here crying and saying, what are we going to do? Recently, you heard of the children, eh, about this other thing that the voices that are going there. Hey, but that is why God is telling us to put on the full armor. Because he knew they are going to come. Put on the full armor. And then he says, again, a spiritual host of 
wickedness in the heavenly places. Wickedness in the heaven. Now this one is not just down here. In the heavenlies. So you can imagine if you are not properly dressed. They will eat you without any difficulty. They will knock your family. They will knock your business. A man will stand and declare. And then that will be the thing. Because you are not well dressed. Because when you know how to dress, you dress up well. So when these other arrows or powers or principalities now are being thrown against you, they will be repelled. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, it is for our own benefit. And so, like I began by saying, it is a call for every Christian. Every one of us. Don't look at the time, I mean, that you have been maybe in salvation for so long. You may be a priest, you may be. No, you need to put on the full armor. We need it at all times. If we are really to thrive in this generation in this time where we are living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God emphasizes it. Again he goes and says, put on the full armor. Verse 13 he says, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to with this stand in the evil day and have done all to stand. He is emphasizing this matter. And friends, I am taking it and bringing it to us. Whether we want it or we don't want it, whether you get annoyed or you don't get annoyed, the truth is, if we don't put on the full armor, we will continue to be casualties. Hallelujah. We will continue. Our families will be casualty. Our marriages will be casualty. Name it. If we don't, because God who said it, he foresaw it. And he knows that the enemy is there. He knows that the devil is there. Not for good, but to hit. That is his agenda anyway. The scripture tells us the devil's agenda is to what? To steal, kill, and destroy. So when he does that, hey, their master also rejoices. So there is no way we must now come to the place of obeying the word of God. After all, the word of God tells us God does not want only hearers. God wants doers of his He's what? He wants those that are doing. Sometimes we want to know, uh, where does the word of God say? It is good, yes, but are you doing it? Are you doing it? To be better than the other person who does not know the word of God. Because if you don't do it, you are not better than that person. You are worse than that person, if anything. Because you are rebellious. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, you know, sometimes it is good to face the facts. And if you take it, hey, you get healed. Not so. If you are sick and you see, they tell you you have to, to take in this very bitter medicine or capsules. Hey, you take that one and then it deals with maybe the germ that is there and you are off. I mean, you are well off. And so that is what is going to heal us. If we choose to obey the word of God and do what the word of God says, friends, we will be free. We will be strong. We will be able to challenge these forces. We will be able to pray right. Our prayers shall be heard because God will be happy with us. I quickly want to tell you when it talks about the word of God is the sword of the spirit. I remember one time I was praying with another brother. He had this contract and they had, it had slipped it had slipped his hands. He had just slipped because he's a child of God and he says, I cannot bribe. And these people wanted what? To be bribed. And he said, no, I am a child of God. I am not going to bribe. It is a sin to bribe, period. And he came and we began to pray. And as we prayed, the Lord, the Lord downloaded the word and it was that like every good thing, every good gift comes from the, the Lord. Hey, in James, 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 James 1, James 1, 17. If you can read it, I just want to quickly, because we are now dealing with the what? The armor. We are already dealing with these armors. One of them is what? Uh, the sword of the spirit. And that's where I wanted to begin. He says, uh, 17, he says what? Uh, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Now, we believe God. When that word came, we said, no. He was scared. And we prayed, said, every good gift comes from God. We were actually believing God to bring back that contract. We prayed in the afternoon, I mean, in the, around 11. In the afternoon, around what? Uh, one, two. They were calling him to go. To go. And God signed the contract. But what, what did we do? We tagged ourselves, we claimed the word of God. We said the word of God says every good thing comes from the Lord. We are not going to be compromised. We are going to trust you. God, when we prayed that prayer, God went and touched those that had actually what? Taken away from and gave him back the what? The contract. And that was just the word. So the word of God is something that you don't need to take it for granted. We need to live it. We need to do what it says. We need to honor it. We need to apply it. Even in our prayers, if we are going to see results, we need to pray in accordance to the word of God. Hallelujah. So in a short while, God did it. And that is one of the arts. 
the armor that God is telling us to put on. So we must have this word of God. Hallelujah. And we must be able to apply. Now, in verse, it says, therefore, uh, back to our text, Ephesians 14, it says, stand therefore, having guarded your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, truth, we all know that the Bible tells us that the word of God is truth. We all know that we know God is truth. We all know. But that is what he says. We must not live this life where we are not straight. We talk lies. We are not stable. Nobody can identify. I mean, I mean, you cannot be identified properly with God. Sometimes people say, ah, now this is not the place of God. Hey, when you are in business, you are saying, ah, oh, when maybe some people, I love this brother who says, for me, I'm saved in the day, in the night, every time. There are fellows who are not saved in the day. I mean, when they, when they day, in the day, they are saved. In the night, they are not saved. Maybe they are saved in their, I mean, in their place of work. At home, they are not saved because you find men who are actually harassing and battering. Or even women, they are saved when they are in their house. When they go outside there, they are not saved. They forget any other man is what? They have, yeah, I mean, their husband. They are saved children who are not like that. When they are with the parents or with elders, with maybe teachers, ah, they are very good. But outside there, they are not saved. No, that's not how we should live. So he says that we must put on God our waist with a breastplate, with the truth, and then a breastplate of righteousness. Now, righteousness is something that everyone, if we are to see God, he is a righteous God, friends. And if you choose to be his, then you have to live, I mean, obey him. If we choose that we are children of God, friends, there is no way we can put aside righteousness. Even when it is hurting, walk rightly before God and before men. Because this is, these are things that are causing us trouble. If Satan sees that you are not walking right, right before God, he will use that very gate to hit you. Because he knows. Now, let me just tempt this one with this, and this one will fall. And that is how we fall. But if we have chosen to say, you know what? We are not going. The story of this man tells us, Abinego, Shadrach, and Meshel, they were face to face with what? With the fire. But the Lord's word that they knew, they knew that God said, worship no other God except me. So for them, they said, we are not going to worship that idol. Didn't God come for them? Didn't God show up for them? God showed up, friends. Were they not people like us? Are they not, didn't, it wasn't, and in fact for them it was even worse, friends. Because theirs was challenging. They are first of all in exile. They were prisoners. 
But still they said, no, we are not going to, to worship that idol. For, for us today, we are worshiping Christians. Let's stop these things of worshiping anything. You hear people say, I can do anything for, as long as money is going to be given. Stop it. It is time we, we, we walk as Christians. It is time we actually honor God even with our decisions. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that it says you put on the garment of righteousness. If you read in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah tells us something. Isaiah 49, verse 17. Let's read there. Let's read there. What does it say? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. It says, For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and element of salvation on his head. He put on the garment of vengeance for clothing and was glad with zeal as shako. Now, we, we are seeing these things. There are a way, ways that Christians must be able to put on. I'm sorry I began from down and I'm coming upward and this, but that is it. I am telling us there is no way and this is now going to be very hard on us we have lied ourselves, lied even our children, lied all over that we are Christians when we have not given our lives to God. And yet he says one of the what? The armor is the, the what? The element of salvation. That is where the whole thing begins. Because you cannot even put on all these others if you are not born again. So we must be a ready. We must give our lives to the Lord. Or else we will be deceiving ourselves that we are Christians. And yet we do not know the one who makes us Christians. Because when we say this word, salvation is very key. Because when I give my life to the Lord, God will now take care. He will now begin to fight my battles. When I call him like in this prayer, we say our father, I will be meaning it. But if you are not a child of God, you have never given your life to the Lord. Even when you pray that prayer, it is not right. He is not your father. You are a daughter or a, a man or a child of Satan. Without giving your life to the Lord, you are serving Satan. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that those are some of the elements that we have to put on, on the righteousness. And it says, and having put on the shoe of readiness, a preparedness of the gospel of peace. You know, this is serious. And I'm going to quickly say why God was putting all these things. You see, readiness of shoe of the gospel. God was preserving us. He knows that we move a lot. He knows we are in journey. But where does your feet take you? How, how have you dressed? There are those that are dressed with the violence. You are a child of God, but all the people can see, they see violence on you. That is the dress you are dressing. You will never laugh. Friend, this is not of us. Sometimes I tell her, my own brethren and sisters, I say, ah, ah, what is happening? Because the Bible I read tells me that the kingdom of God is not just about eating, drinking. It's about joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. Now, you are a Christian and peace is missing. Joy is missing. Uh-huh. Are you a Christian, a real one? Where, 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 where is God in all these things? And yet he's saying, you must put on the shoe of readiness of the gospel of peace. There are things that we do where we were not supposed even to fight. But you just do it with peace and it will go. But every time you are the one who's on the arms, you are fighting everybody. Everybody is wrong. It is only you who is what? Who is right? Friend, it is time we, 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 we put on these, I mean, garments that the Lord is giving us. Families are breaking because men are not putting on the garment of peace. The same thing applies to the women. Children are going away because parents are not putting on those garments of the gospel of the kingdom. Some are not even going ahead to share this truth because your life can minister to somebody. Even in that office, in that business, people can see how you are carrying, how you are dressed up, and they will admire Christ. Sometimes we may think it is just when you preach, when you utter the word. No. For me, I can again testify to us that we went somewhere and there was a young man who just saw the joy of God in our lives. And they asked the auntie, what do those people have? Eh? Why are they happy like that? The auntie said one thing, it is the joy of the Lord. And the next thing they will see, the boy said to the auntie, I also want it. And we led him to what? To God. It was nothing. We never preached that opening the word. But our life preached. And the boy said, no, I also want that which you have. So when God is telling us to put on the garment of what? Readiness. I mean, the shoe of readiness of the gospel of peace. He is serious. Let's do it. Maybe a marriage is just about to break. Because of what? Violence. You can withdraw. Maybe the partnership is just about to break off. Because you are not actually walking right 
I mean, applying this gospel of the gospel of redness, I mean, the shoe of redness of peace, I mean, the gospel. You're not applying it. Apply it and see if it will not come. Hallelujah. 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 Are you going to hate me? If you hate me, yeah, I will not quarrel. Because for me, it is not my word. <laughs> it is the Lord's word. Not so. It's not my word. I am not the one who wrote it. Mm. Then he said, finally, verse 16, he says, Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, faith is very important. It's very important in the life of a Christian because without faith, the Bible says we cannot please God. Faith is believing for things that are not seen as if they are there. You can believe God because God is not a, a liar. God is faithful. And sometimes God wants to hear, are we trusting him? Thank God we are in such a good time. I am calling it good because today we are beginning the time of what? Lent. And in the evening we call, I mean, all of us, let's come and tarry before the Lord. Commit ourselves to a place of prayer. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that then put on the garment of faith. When the devil says you are nobody, if you also accept that you are nobody, then you will become a nobody. If he says you're going to die and you don't stand up and you say, no, Lord, your word says, ah, ah, I shall live, I shall not die, the devil will take you, will kill you, or kill your dreams. Now faith, because you have confidence in the word of God, you know what God says. Your God is more powerful than the one that is outside there. The devil is more, our God is more powerful than the devil. So why shouldn't we live in God? We believe in God. God is even more powerful than human beings. Sometimes we trust in ourselves, we trust in people, but we fail to trust in the Lord. And so we must really develop this, where we are saying our God is going to do it, like Daniel and his friends. If they say to the king and says, you know what? King, we are letting you know we are not going to bow down and worship that idol. Our God is going to deliver us. But even if he does not deliver us, we will not. And that is the life that we must enter. We will believe in God even when it is showing red. Because God can turn not, I mean, great things from nothing. Didn't he create the whole universe from nothing? Huh? Wasn't they, wasn't it, where, didn't, didn't he actually speak to darkness when there was all darkness? In Genesis chapter 1, when there was everywhere, everywhere was darkness. And he spoke and he said, let there be light, and it was there. So my situation, yours, the family, the business, the children, the Lord can touch them if you believe it. Faith. 
A woman came and we're here praying. She didn't know where the son went. And then we went, I think I went, we went to the altar. I mean the chapel, the chapel there. I said, okay, God knows where this young man is. We call on him because he's everywhere. And then we summoned the young man. The evening, the boy came back. Oh, yes. But that is it. You may think of that one. There's even another one of a very great man of God. The child had actually gone. He was in drugs. He was in actually all kind of, he was an addict. But let me tell you, we found this mother praying and we asked, eh? the mother said, ah, I am crying out for my son. And then we, we just said, okay, you're crying out. Hey, you have authority as a mother. You call him, tell him, my son, Daniel, I am your father. I, I mean, my mother, I love you. I call you back. Wherever you are, come back. Stacking on the word of God, the authority that God has given you as a mother, the authority that God has given you as a, ch a child of God, you are standing on that authority and you call. You can imagine this fellow was not there, but we are calling him anyway. And the fellow did what? Came back. We have prayed with women. Husbands have left them. Amen. Husbands have left them. They are even eloped. And then we said, okay, let's call on this man. He said, yeah, you had a, um, you, you wedded. Hey, you, you even actually have what a ring. Oh, yes. Then he says, okay, now let's call the man. What did he say at the altar? He said he will leave all other women. And with the, I mean, will, and only you shall be his wife. And then we, we summoned him wherever he was. The man came back home. That is faith. We were not actually doing it, Juju, no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, the word of God is true. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is alive. In his Hebrews tells us that his word is powerful. His word is active. His word is alive. So when Paul writes... And tells us that we must put on this. We must apply it. Finally, the thing called the prayer. Prayer is key. A Christian without prayer life or whose prayer life is dead, you are no better than a non-Christian. Because first of all, how are you communicating to your God? Huh? How? We are the ones that actually want to do things in the world way. If we are going to be Christians that God has ordained, then our life, our prayer life must be real. And this makes me call us. We are entering the time of Lent. I know. Because some of us, eh, when it is time of Lent, eh, things just go normal. Is it? How many of us have been fasting in the time of Lent? By show of hands, be sincere to yourself. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God. But other friends, let's utilize this time. It's a corporate thing when you can bring your cry to God and God will listen to your cry. Jesus did it before the ministry. 
They will tell you, ah, he did it for ministry. No, how much more do we need God in all these things that are around us? In parenting, in business, in the leadership, in that marriage. Even when you are in your own business, you need God to guide you. You need his revelation. What should I do here? That one, you can only get them through prayer. God will quicken. So if you are not praying, how will you tap in the rare one? It will be far from impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So friends, let's put on the full armor because that is how we are going to be able to stand. The times are challenging. There are many things that are around us. You are tested left and right. But if you have the word, of God and you are praying, God will preserve you. God will preserve your family. Thank God for you who have come. God will hear your cry because he says he will not, he has not called us to seek him in vain. God will hear your cry. So friends, let's yield to the word of God and do it. Hallelujah. 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 If we can stand, I want us to pray. The time is fast spent. And one of the things, I want to you to pray for yourself and ask God to forgive you where you have not been putting on the full armor because this is why these things are happening. Ask God to forgive you and ask God to help you always to put on the full armor eh? and to do it deliberately, generously. Eh? Father, we thank you and we give you praise again because you are God and you love us and you care. You are the best we have. We particularly thank you this afternoon for your word. Father, we are grateful because you have spoken, Lord, unto our hearts. Though it may be a God, a God hearts, but Lord, we receive and we ask of you to forgive us as a church, as a family, as a God, a generation, as a people, that Lord, we are sorry for many times we have not put on the full armor. We ask that you forgive us for neglecting your instruction and doing our own agenda. We are sorry. God forgive us where we have put on a psalm only and not. We are rebellious. We ask for your mercy. We are so sorry. The Lord we have taken your instruction for granted. No wonder we are being hit left and right. Our marriages are being hit. Our business are being hit. Leadership of God is being challenged. Father, our children are going astray. Every voice has come to our land because we are not praying aright. Oh God, we ask for your mercy. We cry out to you, Father, to remember mercy. Remember mercy upon us, oh God, as a church. Lord, where we have not taught, even, oh God, your people, oh Lord, have mercy upon us. Today, we surrender ourselves 
we yield ourselves back to you. And we're saying, Lord, we are willing. Help us, oh God, to obey. Help us to put on the full armor 24-7 in our marriages, in our parenting work, in the businesses, in our leadership. Help each one of us. Help, oh God, the women. Help the men. Help the young people. Help those businessmen. Help that, oh God, leader. That, Lord, they will not, oh God, compromise. Father, we pray that God as a Christian, we will put, help us to put on the full armor. That, Lord God, the enemy will not find a place to eat us. That we will be protected. Our God and our King, I now ask of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, that in every area, God, where we have been hit, Lord, we cry to you tonight to let your hand, let your hand visit that matter. Father, I lift up, oh God, each your God, of this, your children, every family, every young person, every woman. Lord, I ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, may you touch them. May you contend with those things that are contending. May you overrule. Lord, may you heal that one that is not well. May you rebuke the power of darkness. We rebuke them. Because you said it. That Lord, our battle is not of God, flesh and blood. But fighting with the principalities. Lord, we address every principality that has been ruling Ruling in our family, ruling the lives, ruling, oh God, the community where we are, ruling those offices, ruling that business. We address them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare that today your power lose, lose the children, lose, lose those lives, lose that business, lose that marriage. We pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, that today every child that has held them captive, oh God, by the power that is in your word, God, you said that when the two or three gather together in your name, and Lord God, there you will be, you said that when two or three, oh God, agree on any matter on this earth fathers your children have come and they are having issues father I agree with them concerning that matter and I ask in the name of Jesus Christ that let it please you father to God to bring them breakthrough let it please you God to defend them because they have come they have realized they cannot do it. They trust you. They have run to go to your altar. And now I pray that may the altar, the power of God, Father, visit any wicked altar that has been contending, that has been holding them. We render it powerless. We render it powerless. We render it powerless. We call forth those that have gone our wayward. 
those wives, those women, those children that have gone wayward by the authority that you gave unto us, we summon them back to their families, back to their homes, back to their marriages. We summon them, those that are struggling with the Lord what to do. You are the said, you are the spirit of truth. Lord, will you give revelation? Will you show your children? Will you open their eyes that they will see the truth? The Lord, nothing shall take them by surprise. Father, I cry unto you that tonight where they've been struggling with making decisions, Lord, because you are God who's all-knowing, who is the truth, glorify your name. And I shame the evil one that this your children will not go astray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to do this. Because it is not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. And unto you right now, we ask that God you will bless us without number. May you release your blessing. May you release your peace in that troubled heart. May you release your own healing in that body that is not well. Lord, may you release your own fire in that of God's life that has been called that the devil had killed their prayer life. May you release new fire. Oh God, may you release your own word. May you make your word sweet that those that have been, oh God, in the habit of not reading your word, they now embrace this. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we adore you because you are here. So glorify your name. Thank you, Lord, that Father, as your word says, that your word will not come back. I mean, come down and go back to you, void. Lord, we ask that let it please you now. To what our lives, to what our families, to what that business, that Lord God, your, Lord, that your children are in, to what that office, to what that marriage, to water every detail, oh Lord, concerning us, that Lord, we will come back to testify of your goodness. We adore you, Jesus. We exalt you. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, we pray and believe. Hallelujah, hallelujah.